Raider Nation, what's the deal, man? I know it's been a cool little minute since I made a little video, man, but we back here at the Raiders Recap, man, here to talk about all what's Raider, man. And today, I thought I hit on the topics of have the Las Vegas Raiders really got worse, man? There's been a lot of talk going along, going on on social media and throughout some of the websites, man, that the Raiders have gotten worse, and I don't necessarily agree. So stay tuned for that. Let's go ahead and holler about it, and let's go ahead and play a theme music. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle, Jacobs is on his way, the Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast, it's going to be sick. deal man remember you are watching the sick podcast with the raiders recap make sure you hit that like and subscribe button man for more of this dope content and you see all that thing all that stuff down there go ahead sliding across the bottom make sure you like all our social medias man to see what we posting man keep up to date but like i said man topic of conversation today have the las vegas raiders gotten worse from last year to this year man so let's talk about it so we got to start number one in the keyest position of all quarterback, right? We got rid of Derek Carr, as you all know, and basically replaced him with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, when you're looking at it, me personally, I don't see that as much of a downgrade. I see that much of a lateral move. You know what I mean? Like you look at Jimmy, you look at Derek, pretty much the same thing. I mean, when you're looking at the win and loss record, it's completely different, though. Jimmy's win loss record is completely completely flip sided, right? He has more wins than he does losses. When you look at Derek Carr, you know, he's teetering above having more losses than wins, or he's just sitting at 500. So can that be a product of the team that Jimmy teams that Jimmy has been a part of? Yes, of course we can say that. But at the end of the day, man, it's something to be said for a guy who's been in some big spots, you know what I mean? And has played big minutes on big teams and has performed well while doing so. You feel what I'm saying? And Another caveat, he's already comfortable with Josh McDaniels in his system. With him being from New England, being with Josh McDaniels his first couple years in the league, and Josh was able to groom Jimmy, there's a comfortability there that, that we all know was not present with Derek Carr. You feel what I'm saying? So with that, will the offense run a little smoother, right? You don't put different oil in your car and expect that shit to run smooth, right? You, you need to put the right ingredients in your car to make that shit run. So that's the same thing we're doing here. All right. So me, I feel like that's a lateral move has the potential to be a tick better. The quarterback production can be a tick better than last year just because of the comfortability. All right. I say that you look at the running backs, running backs, pretty much the same. As long as you got Josh Jacobs, you're straight. Now you look at the O-line, pretty much the same with the potential to get better with the year under their under their belt. You feel what I'm saying? Now, last year they weren't perfect. I'm not going to say they were completely good. But they weren't completely trash either. Okay, so there were there was room to grow. We had rookies in certain spots. We had certain players in certain spots that you know are, are looking to prove themselves. Now the right guard uh, position is still up for grabs. You got Natay Moody. You got you know McClendon Curtis, who I think can break out. Man, he's an undrafted rookie that the Raiders got this year. So at the end of the day, man. You know, there are options at that right guard spot. So th this, you know, O-line has the potential to increase their production from last year. Is yet to be seen. Like I said, they weren't completely good, but they weren't completely bad either. All right. So then now you look at the receivers, which I feel like is the 
biggest upgrade of the Raiders defense or defense of the Raiders offense this year, right? You look at the receivers, man. And then when, when you look at that, you got Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro pending, and you got speed with Trey Tucker, DeAndre Carter. At the end of the day, man, you got a lot of pieces that you didn't have last year. And we was relying on Mac Hollins and, and a whole bunch of other players that, you know, it was just wasn't getting the job done. We were having Devontae do, do things last year that he wasn't really accustomed to, to do you know what I mean at the end of the day he had certain roles that he was comfortable with in Green Bay and we saw him excel that with Aaron Rodgers that you know he just didn't get here so at the end of the day now if you get Jacoby Myers a prover number two who can take the pressure off of him you still got Hunter Renfro as the slot and you got speed now to open up the offense I mean come on now what what else can I say now tight ends right tight ends you can argue I feel like that the tight end room is exponentially better right than it was last year now when you're looking at Darren Waller yeah when Darren Waller is healthy he's you know top three tight end in the NFL but at the end of the day like I said key words when he is healthy all right now if he's not on the field what can we say now you basically replace everybody behind him like Foster Moreau and I don't remember who the third tight end was last year Horstead I believe maybe but you replace them now with Austin Hooper, OJ Howard, and now you draft stud Michael Mayer, right? With this rounded out tight end group, I feel like the tight end group now is more rounded. All three can play in certain spots. All three can play in areas and be on the field at the same time, man. And key component, the blocking from this unit is much better and it looks much better than it did a year ago. Now, you know, it's yet to be seen because you still got a rookie playing big minutes and, and rookies got to produce. But when you look at him and you study Mayer's game already, we have already upgraded in our blocking from that position. So that's only going to help the offense. And that's just talking about the offense. Right. Those are all the upgrades I feel like we've made. Now you look at the defensive side of the ball. Right. Before I get into that, let's just say how much fucking worse can the defense be? All right. Like, let Let's be real, bro. Like, you know, we already had shit. We're trying to make sugar out of shit right now. And so at the end of the day, bro, there's not much worse we can fucking be from the last decades. So we can only go up from here. That's my mindset. Now, when you're looking at this defense, like I've been said throughout the whole offseason, this defense is going to be contingent on rookie players and player development. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's what this defense is going to be about. So at the end of the day, you got to have we're going to have a lot of rookies playing on this defense. Now, can I argue that the defense is better than last year? No, but I can argue that the defense is more promising than last year. I'll tell you that because if you go ahead, you look at our D-line, you got Tyree Wilson, Byron Young, still got Chandler and Max, but at the end of the day, Neil Farrell comes in, player development, rookies coming in. Now you, you're hoping that all them players can take next steps. Now, I'm worried about the linebacker spot, right? The linebacker spot is my problem area for the defense. you got Robert Spillane, who, you know, can be the quarterback of the defense, but at the same time, his game is limited, right? His game is limited. And then you have Divine Diablo, who most people may think, you know, a breakout year is coming and all that other things, but he just has to show the ability that he can stay healthy. Once he can do that, then we can work. He has the physical tools to be a good linebacker, but he has to stay healthy. That's my problem, Right. So you look at that, that's my only problem area. Now, the secondary is very promising. They add a lot of veteran talent who last year played well, okay, and at the same time still has room to grow. With Marcus Epps, you add Duke Shelley, David Long, right, and you're hoping that Merrick takes that next step. 
another thing under player development. You hope Nate Hobbs takes that next step, which, you know, with him last year, he was just unfortunately injury bug. But at the same time, you know what I mean? You're hoping that he can start blossoming into that number one corner. So when you look at the defense, I can't sit here and confidently say that they're better than last year, but I can't confidently sit here and say that it's more promising okay with the rookies that you brought in this year with the addition of some of the veteran players you brought in we may see some better results man i'm not going to say they're going to grow into a top five defense but at the end of the day man they got to be better than bottom 20s that they've been you feel what i'm saying they have to be so at the end of the day man i see it going around social media i see it going around all everywhere man the raiders are worse than they were last year the raiders are worse than what they were last year Stop it, bro. Expectations were lofty last year. Our, our expectations last year were very lofty. We expected that team to do good things. It didn't come to fruition. All right. It didn't come to fruition. And we have to face facts that maybe last year's team just wasn't that good. They wasn't that good. So at the end of the day, we're only growing from here, bro. We're only growing from here, and we're going to see what Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler have. And before any of you motherfuckers come on here talking about I have some type of agenda, get this. If the Raiders were ass, I'd come on here and tell you we're ass. All right? I have no problem saying that at all. I'm I'm not getting paid for this shit yet. I can go over here and tell you whatever the fuck I want to tell you. But I don't feel like the Raiders have gotten completely worse. Okay? Now, we'll see what the addition of some of these – some of these key, you know, additions in offseason and, and free agency and all that and see what they can do and see what the comfortability factor with some of these players, how that comes into play, right? How it makes the offense and defense look. If the players are more comfortable and bought into the scheme, let's see what happens, man. So at the end of the day, I still say we're on a wait and see. I still say we're lateral until we start playing and putting on them pads. So let's just, you know, let's just keep in mind that, we we keeping our expectations low for right now, and we'll see what we blossom into. So, like I said, man, make sure you keep hitting that like and subscribe button. You see that shit going over there across the bottom right there. Make sure you're following all our social medias, man, so you stay up to date with what we're posting, man. I'm glad to be back with y'all. Glad to make another video with y'all, man. And, you know, you've been watching The Sick Podcast with the Raiders Recap. Tap in for some more. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.